Good morning, y'all. Welcome back to a new episode of One Could Argue. I'm your host, Kyle. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome. Glad you stopped in. This is a podcast for forward thinkers, a podcast for nuanced conversation, a podcast about anything. Anything I feel like talking to you about. <laughs> anything I feel like talking to y'all about today, that's what we're going to talk about. So today I wanted to talk about the Apple event that happened last week. I think it was last week. It was like September 15th, it was. And they released some new products, and I'm sure you know, you guys, I feel like, I feel like a good bit of people who listen to this podcast probably have an Apple product. Damn near one in every three people in the world have an Apple product. But these events sometimes, unless you're like a nerd like me, you tune into them. Some people who aren't necessarily nerds, they just want to know what's coming out. But when Apple puts out updates, a lot of the specifics and the technicalities can get to be a lot. And you just want everything to be boiled down to figure out, yo, do I need to update my stuff or not? Is my stuff super dated? Am I going to look lame out there with this iPhone versus this one? And I just wanted to give my perspective on the products that were released and how I personally feel like someone should determine if they need to update their Apple products or not. So first things first, they released three things. It was the Apple Watch Series 6, the Apple Watch SE, the iPad Air, whatever this generation is, 8th generation, ninth generation, um, and some bundles, which is what I'm most excited about, the Apple One bundle. So first things first, in regards to the Apple Watch 6, per usual, you have faster processors, um, you have the blood oxygen sensor app, the ECG app. Uh, it's updated to 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, which is dope. Uh, 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi is a catch-22 because the wi- while the Wi-Fi is faster, it's over a shorter distance. Whereas, like, 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi, it's slower, but it travels further. So, yeah, that's a catch-22. It's an Apple Watch, so there's a good chance you're going to have it with your phone all day anyway. So, I don't see that really mattering there, but... Again, if you just wanted to dive into the more specifics of what the benefit of 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi is, there you go. Um, sleep mode, which is cool. That helps you sla- uh, track your sleeping habits. Uh, hand washing mode. Uh, hearing health, which is cool. I know for sure I need to check on my hearing health <laughs> because I don't be hearing what people be saying. I low-key, honestly, for the first time this year, a few months ago, I legit looked into a hearing aid. Because people be talking right to me, and I do not be hearing them. And they really be thinking I be joking, but I'm dead serious. Like, I can't hear you. Please repeat yourself. But, so they have the Hearing Health app, um, the Always On Screen. Some of this stuff with Apple is just like, bruh. A couple years ago, the it's so funny how marketing works. Because it's like a couple years ago, they set it up so the, the new feature was, okay, if you put your wrist down, the screen automatically goes off for you. And then when you raise your wrist, the screen comes back. And it was like, oh, man, this is cool because now... I'm not wasting battery on the screen, but I guess now with the better utilization of the the battery and the S6 chip and all of this stuff, they're able to keep the screen on and it's also brighter when you're outside so you don't necessarily have to turn your wrist to see it. I'm just like, bruh, how lazy are we becoming where it's such a hassle for you to have to turn your wrist? Like, I get the convenience factor and I'll probably get it, but I'm still just like, bruh, sometimes I'd be dis- disappointed in humanity sometimes just a little bit uh humanity meaning myself as well i'm included in that (laughs) but so here's the thing with this though 
the Apple Watch Series 6 is the new release, but also the Apple Watch SE. This is dope because this is pretty much like the most updated version of the Apple Watch. You're damn near getting all of the updates that the uh, Apple Watch 6 has, So, except for the chip. So the chip that's in the Apple Watch SE is from the Apple Watch Series 5, um, which is still fast. Like I said, I have a Series 4 the one with the bigger screen when they switched the bezels up, I think it was like 30%, not 30%, probably like 25% bigger. Um, and so there's much more, there's a much smaller bezel on the screen. That's why I like this watch more. Um, so you have that updated bezel, you have the, uh, the updated screen, um, you have all of the hand washing apps, the hearing apps, the, the five gigahertz Wi-Fi, all of those things, you just don't have that chip. Um, but at the same time, it's like, for two seventy nine, you can't really beat that. Like that's a that's a win win for real. Especially if you don't have an Apple Watch, you want skin in the game, or if you have one of the older ones, like I think a Series three or even a two or a one two seventy nine, you can't lose. I think the Series three right now you can buy new for like one ninety nine. So that's a deal. Um, and also another thing that's dope about it is they have family setup. And this is super dope because the family setup allows you to get someone an Apple Watch, whether it's the Apple Watch Series 6 or the Apple Watch SE, and you can gift it to someone who doesn't have a iPhone or an Apple device, and they can still tap into all of the features of the Apple Watch ecosystem, the Apple ecosystem. So the way they presented it in the... Um, presentation was ideally you know this would be something for like kids or elders so if you have like an older grandparent or a, a 10 year old or a 7 year old or whatever and you want to be able to keep tabs on where they are you want to be able to send them money if they need it you want to be able to uh, send them messages call them and things like that directly off the iPhone um, or the Apple watch without them having any of that other stuff that's kind of fire you know what I'm saying? Especially, like I said, having older people that you know they're they already don't like having phones. They're probably having to flip phone. So being able to put tell them, hey, all you need to do is charge this at night and put this on your wrist when you wake up in the morning, and you'll always be able to keep tabs on them and call them and reach them, send them money, all that other stuff. Like that's really a game changer, especially since you don't have to. Um, like I said, get them anything else, and then you'll be able to manage all of their devices from your iPhone. Uh, so again, one person in that ecosystem has to have an iPhone for the system to work. Uh, but again, that's something you'll be able to just keep tabs on all of their devices from an app on your phone. So you can see where they are, what they're doing. Um, like I said, send them money, all that other stuff. And I think that's like super fire because that's such a barrier for some people with getting an Apple watch. It's like, man, I don't have, I have an Android or I have something else. And it's like, no, nah, you can still tap in. You can still Join the squad. So I thought that was really dope. So honestly, I personally feel like, and this is something that's common across the board, whether it's the iPad Air or the even the iPhone, Apple Watch. I think one of the things that can be a major deterrence from up, updating now is the fact that a lot of these devices have been keeping the form, same form factor for some time. So it's dope because you don't necessarily see that you don't have the most update up to date device you know what i'm saying whereas before when you were looking at the iphone 3 4 5 6 was it 7 8 well 6 i don't think they did 7 8 um 
each year it looked different. They went from the rounded back to they went to the flat, then they went to the round bezels, then they went to the flat bezels. So if you went outside and you had last year's iPhone, people knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whereas now, if you have like a, a 10 or something like that, with these with the bezel-less all-screen phones, if you have a case on it, unless someone like flips your phone over and looks for those three cameras on the back, you don't necessarily feel out of date. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, honestly... That iPhone 8 is really good. The iPhone 8 is really good. I still have the 10. I didn't upgrade last year. I'm going to up, um, upgrade next month when the new iPhones come out. But Apple's products usually retain their value. You know what I'm saying? People complain sometimes about, like, updates bricking their phones or their phones starting to act weird. And it's just like, eh, I don't... I don't well, that can sometimes be true, but at the very same time, for the most part, Apple products retain their value. And I think, like I said, in regards of upgrading your device... I think it's less incentivized unless you really just want the latest and greatest because you know what's inside. I think being able to not just be able to look at your phone and see the difference can be like, oh, this could buy me some time. Um, but outside of that, I personally feel like if you have an iPhone or an Apple Watch Series 3 or earlier, I don't think it would be a bad time to upgrade to the to the 6. Again, you have a faster processor. Um, you have you take advantage of all the new apps, all the new watch faces, all the new complications, the hand washing, or hand washing and stuff. That's cool. Like I don't need I don't need to ca- I count to tra- Mississippi when I wash my hands anyway, so I don't necessarily need that. Um, but again, I think the I think the best bang for your buck right now is for sure this SE for two seventy nine. Like that's legit a no-brainer. I think if you have a Series 4, I wouldn't necessarily update. If you have a Series 5, I wouldn't necessarily update. I would really just leave it alone and maybe wait until, like, next year. Um, And if you don't have anything, like I said, it would be a good time to um, pick that up. Now, moving on in regards to iPad. iPad, I really don't want to go into because it really requires me to go into a bunch of specifics. But long story short, the new iPad Air is fire. (laughs) <laughs> like, like the iPad Air is amazing. It's so many updates. Like the the processors updated, and that's really the main thing. The processor that that's literally the main thing. It say it has the same um, screen as the iPad Pro now. So you're literally looking at a entire uh, damn near. I don't want to say bezel-less because it does still have a bezel, but you don't have any home button or anything like that. They moved the Touch ID to the sleep button at the top. So the same button you would use to like unlock your iPad, that's also the Touch ID sensor. So it uses that to read your fingerprint to unlock it, which I feel like is great because I personally don't like the fact that the iPhone doesn't have um, a fingerprint sensor. I do enjoy having the entire screen cover the phone, but sometimes face ID is weird, especially if it's in the middle of the night and you're trying to like check a message real quick. One, the phone's damn they're going to blind you, but that been what it is. Uh, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't feel like moving my neck around and all this to make sure that it can see me. You know what I'm saying? So if I can just put my finger on the top of the phone or the side button that I use to unlock it and that unlocks my phone, bruh, game changer. So I definitely think Apple will probably um, go that route in regards to the next iPhone. I hope they do. But yeah, outside of that, like I said, this new iPad Air is amazing. It's less expensive than the iPad Pro. I think the only thing that the iPad Pro doesn't have is like, or that the iPad Air doesn't have that the iPad Pro does is the wide angle lens. There's a few like the arc kit that they have um 
It's not really much. Like I said, it's definitely some things. I think the uh, the high refresh rate, it doesn't have the 120 hertz uh, refresh rate on the screen. So it's things, like I said, if you're just someone who's like, yo, I'm super into the specifics and I want to know for sure I have the latest and greatest, then of course there's still an advantage to having the iPad Pro. But even still, the iPad Air, the processor in that, it has 16 cores. That is nuts. So again, in regards to processing power, it's knocking the iPad Pro out the water for sure. That's why I know this next iPad Pro is going to be crazy. But again, that's why even still, as of late, because I have an iPad Pro and I mostly use it for, um, like with Sidecar, like when I'm editing and like Final Cut or, of course, watching movies and browsing the web and Pinterest and all that stuff. But I'm really starting to understand all these years when Apple was saying how like, you can replace your computer with an iPad. This iPad is powerful as hell. Like these ARM chips that Apple has, them getting away from Intel, I think the iPad Pro was really one of the first things that had the ARM chip in it. These chips are, words can't explain how powerful they are. I literally do Final Cut stuff on here, Ableton Live producing on here, Photoshop on here, all of these things you can do on here. So like I said, if you're someone who, you know, you may have a computer, but you want something that you can that's even more portable or you want to get into like creative design, whether it's Photoshop or drawing or anything like that. iPad Air still has the game on lock for sure. And now that Apple is leaning more into their own processors like this, the, this thing is really a game changer. So you may have to have a little bit of a learning curve in regards to figuring out um, how to get used to the keyboard list aspect of it or you can still pick up a magic keypad or something like that but this ipad air is a beast so like i said if you're just now trying to put skin in the game for an ipad i would definitely go the ipad air route unless you want to wait for the ipad the next ipad pro because that thing is going to be a beast but as of right now with the trade-offs i don't think anything in the ipad pro that's not in the air is something that you're going to miss it's just like oh it has that okay cool whatever but as far as having an ipad air that will easily be extremely fast by any means for the next two three four five years easily like even with how technology is going to get faster and faster and faster and faster then i feel like that'll be a uh that'll be a good purchase and that's the thing with a lot of this stuff it's just like ultimately it comes down to your contentment because even with me like i'm one of those people who's always looking for the next fastest thing that's just in me however i do know like even with my macbook Eight terabytes, sixty-four gigabytes of RAM. I'm sure when Apple drops this <laughs> ARM-based MacBook Pro, I'm gonna be googly-eyed, like drooling all over myself. But at the very same time, I know that this computer I have is solid. It's ridiculous fast. So the next one would just be like ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously fast. So again, I think it does take a bit of like you taming yourself of contentment and being like, all right, cool. Let me get five years out of this machine before I upgrade or you may one of those be one of those people who's just like oh let me just sell this flip it and then pay the difference or whatever so it's your world whatever you want to do but like i said in regards to the ipad you can't go wrong with the air if you have last year's ipad maybe it's worth updating that processor is really fast <laughs> like that processor is really really fast like i can't like this this was hard um i would say if you have last year's ipad i personally would wait until the pro honestly because then yeah i don't know that one's kind of hard because that that processor is is ridiculous like i don't even know 
I think the iPad is so just limited right now because people are still getting used to the fact that it's so powerful. I, I doubt I've even tapped into like 50% of the potential of my iPad. Like I said, this, these, these chips are ridiculously fast. So that's that on the iPad. But outside of that, one of the things that or the thing that I was most interested about with the event was Apple One. And Apple One is Apple's new bundle program, which is going to be available in fall. I hate when Apple says fall because they could literally drop something on the last day of fall and be like, hey, we told you fall. Um, But uh, the Apple One bundle is a three-tiered bundle package that includes multiple Apple services. And this is perfect for me, one, because I'm literally come, I got a free year of Apple TV when I got my MacBook and that literally expires in November. (laughs) So this is perfect because I'm literally going to make a lateral move. But there's three tiers. So the individual tier is $15 a month and it includes Apple, Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, and iCloud. That's a no brainer. Apple Music, I think, is like $10 a month or $15 a month right now alone. Apple TV is like $5 a month. Apple Arcade is like $5 a month. And I think 50 gigs of iCloud space, don't hold me to this, I think it's like $199 or $299 or something. So $15 for all of those for an individual, like, that's a no-brainer. Music, TV, arcade, even though you may not necessarily play those games. And Apple Arcade does have some fire games. There's a game on there called Skate that I absolutely love. There's a few games on there that are pretty solid if you just spend the time um, with doing it. But at the same time, like I said, all those things with the iCloud, the, the, uh, the iCloud storage is dope. The only thing that with me is like 50 gigs of iCloud storage. I don't know what to do with that. Like, I literally don't know what to do with that. I Right now, I have the two terabyte iCloud storage because I need, I want my whole, my whole entire phone to be able to be backed up to the cloud with no problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to have to be in a situation where like, my phone is my phone is full and I got to go and delete pictures or delete videos and then go back and it still say, I, I done deleted 200 pictures and it now is telling me that it still can't back up or I'm not trying to go through those problems. So I'd much rather, I'd much, I would much rather be able to make a full backup to my computer and then also be able to make a full backup to the cloud because you never know. And I'd just be able to pull everything from the cloud and my phone be fine and just call it a day. So that's the individual. The family is $20 a month and it includes music, TV, Apple Arcade, and 200 gigs of iCloud. That's dope. Again, for up to five, well, six people, bruh, six people get Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Arcade, and iCloud storage for $20 a month. That's ridiculous. Like, like Apple really is changing the game. Like, this is nuts. Again, I don't have Apple Music. I listen to Tidal. But it's like, that's really fire. Like I said, that, that's just a no-brainer. Like, even if I never listened to Apple Music, like, just for Apple TV alone and the iCloud storage, that's a, that's a game-changer. Now, again, if we're talking about that storage, I don't know how far that 200 gigabytes is going to go. Like, of course, five people. Like I said, my phone alone is I have the two. No, I think I have the one. How much space do I have on this phone? I think I have the 128. How much space is on here? 256. So, yeah. 
200 gigabytes. My phone is 256. I'm not doing anything with that. So unless you're one of those people with like a 16, I don't even think Apple makes 16 gigabyte phones anymore. Or at least I hope they don't. Um, unless you got like everyone has a 32 gigabyte phone or, you know, some people who, who just are conspiracy theorists, they don't like backing their phone up to the cloud or whatever. Maybe you could just hog all that space for yourself. But yeah, I don't know. Now, my tier, the thing I'm going for is the Premiere. Now, the Premiere tier is $30 a month and you get Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple Arcade, two terabytes of iCloud storage, Apple News, and Apple Fitness Plus. Bruh. Bruh. This is a winner. So, one, you get to share with up to five other people. Like I said, me personally, I'm, um, I, let me see. If I go to my, let's see, I have a two, like I said, I'm on two terabytes. My storage is iCloud. Let me see. Yeah, I've lo- I've used 233.8 gigabytes of the two terabytes. So I have a whole bunch of space left. So I feel like if you're someone who, like I said, whether you got friends or whether you got, like I said, you have brothers or sisters or a family who you be putting on here, I feel like this makes the most sense simply because of the iCloud storage. Because again, right now I'm paying $9.99 a month just for two terabytes of storage. So you take that on top of the additional, I think, however much. Let me figure out how much Apple Apple Music is. How much is Apple Music? Apple Music is how much a month? $9.99 a month. So between Apple Music and um, the iCloud storage, that's already 20 Apple TV is another 5 Apple Arcade is another 5 That's 30 So news is, I think, another 5 a month or 10 however much Apple News is. And then Apple Fitness is I think Apple Fitness was fifteen a month. They said I'm gonna get into Apple Fitness next, cause but that because that's fire as well. Um, let's see how much Apple Fitness was. I think Apple Fitness was nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, so easily, like I said, you're definitely over that. You're at damn near what like forty forty five bucks just about. Um, so like I said, that's a no brainer. That's literally a no-brainer. I feel like if you just want to get the most bang for your buck and make sure that your whole entire phone is backed up to the cloud and you can at least get two or three other people phone fully backed up, everyone gets music, everyone gets TV, everyone gets arcade, premiere for 30 bucks. Like, bro, I can't get over this. Like, Apple got the game on Smash. So now, what's dope about this is Apple News is dope. Again, that's you getting damn near every magazine on the face of the planet, every publication, Cosmopolitan, uh, 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 Architectural Digest, New York Times, anything. That's that's all of that on your iPad. So that, that'll be dope. That'll help me tap into my iPad more because I definitely want to read more uh, popular science, all that type of stuff. But Apple Fitness is dope because Apple is just nuts. So Apple Fitness is their new soft program where they are integrating their workouts with your products so it's just so much (laughs) like like apple is really crazy with it okay so this is dope because one you are able to tap in your apple watch with workouts that are custom for you and the first thing that's dope about it is that Apple is actively recording these workout sessions every week. So I know for some people it can be hard working out because things can be so mundane. But 
every week Apple is recording new classes with different instructors and putting them out. So let's say you want to get into a routine where you're doing yoga on Monday, weightlifting on Tuesday, uh, uh, Pilates on Wednesday, whatever. Your instructor is going to have different moves for you. You may have a different instructor. And it's every single week they're recording this actively. So that's crazy. And then also the fact of what caught my attention was you can use your Apple your iPad as a screen. So I'm not I'm sure you guys know if you've been to the gym and you look at those ellipticals and stuff with those digital screens, even the ones that like have the little trail and stuff, I've never been super crazy about it. Like I'll make it work if I have to, but I'm just like, "Hey, I eh, eh, I rather yeah, no." But if you have an iPad or even an iPhone, you can literally pull up the class on your iPhone and watch the class while you're doing what you need to do and you'll see your stats on the screen of your iPhone or your iPad and your Apple Watch. And then what's also dope about it is all of the the playlists, you can tie in your Apple Music playlist with the workouts. So you'll be able to listen to the music that you want to along to um, or alongside their workouts or you can just use the playlist that they use for the class and then afterwards you can save that playlist and use it like this is just so crazy like when they released this i was just like y'all are really like going nuts so yeah that's apple fitness there's a lot there's a few more little nuanced things into it but for the most part it's really a game changer because apple is tying in everything into everything like, Apple Fitness is legit. I can't wait to try it out. And the fact that it comes with the $30 tier is just like, bruh, you you can't you can't lose. So, on that note, like I said, I personally think premium tier is the way to go. But, again, if you're someone who's like, yo, this ain't for me or it's too expensive or whatever the reason is, I'm sure any one of them could work. But Apple is just, they're just incredible. <laughs> Apple is just incredible. And I love them. And I appreciate everything that they do for me. <laughs> I appreciate everything that they do for me. Um, so, yeah. I mean, actually, so outside of that, they also had the iPad, normal updates, nothing really, nothing major to see here. I think it has a Bionic, uh, the A12 chip, which isn't much. I mean, it's a... Not, I, let me not say that. The A12 chip is amazing. But at the same time, again, just speaking to the power of this chip, the A12 chip is the chip that's in the iPhone XR. The XR. So right now, I think there's the 11 Pro, the 11 Pro Max. Those have the A13 chip. Um, the iPhone 11, I think, has the... I think the iPhone 11 has the A12 no, or A13. What does the 11 have? The 11 has the... Boom, 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 boom. Does the 11 have the 13 as well? I don't think the 11 has the 13, but it might. Yeah, it does. So the 11 has the 13 as well. So the XR. So the same chip that they're powering, the iPhone XR, like the budget tier... Um full screen iPhone is what they're using to power an iPad. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say there. <laughs> um 
But yeah, so outside of that, that's just a, a great budget-friendly iPad to get skin in the game as well. That's not, of course, that's not something I'm getting for, you know, a ki- that's something I am getting for a kid. I don't even know because, like I said, the you still have the iPad Mini. The, the iPad, the iPad Mini wasn't refreshed, but uh, that's still good as well. I would like to see them. Honestly, that's what I would like to see them go crazy on the iPad Mini because that thing is a game changer. But at the same time, it's just like there's so many sizes of iPad at this point. Like literally, <laughs> from the the phone up to the 12.9 inch iPad, it's just like these very small incremental sizes in screens it's just like i sort of missed the times where there was like big jumps because i mean the ipad mini is literally just like four ipad um four iphone pro maxes together like this is all so but at the same time there's a there's a market for each one and I, i think that's what that's what all of this has proven so that's sort of interesting um outside of that I mean, the overarching thing behind all of this is the latest iOS update, iOS 14. I love it. I've had the beta for like two months now. I think two months, maybe three. Uh, It's amazing. It's incredible. I think my favorite feature on it is the um, display in display. So if I'm on FaceTime, I can still be on my phone. Whereas before... If you were on FaceTime and like you close out of the FaceTime screen, it would look uh, it would say pause for the person who's on FaceTime with you. No, they can still definitely see you. It has eye detect. So the phone has some unreal calculation algorithm, whatever, that always makes your eyes look like you're looking directly into the camera. So the person doesn't feel like you're like looking all over your phone doing something totally different while you're talking to them, which is great. Because sometimes you are paying attention to what someone's saying, but you're responding to texts and stuff like that. You don't want them to feel like ignored. So shout out to Apple for that. Um, but yeah, I personally love the Translate app. I be playing with that all the time. You can literally say something in English and the phone will translate it to Spanish in real time and out loud. So if you are talking to someone of a different language, whether it's Chinese, Spanish, uh, whatever, live translation, like you low key don't need to learn another language anymore. Like it's literally doing it for you. Um, so that's super dope. The display and display still works for, um, like I said, um, uh, YouTube, Netflix. You can watch Netflix movies while responding to text messages or searching the web or taking notes. That for me is a game changer. Being able to watch YouTube videos or watch movies and take notes and references and all that super dope. I, I really love the widgets. I'm still figuring out my home screen situation. Um, last week, I feel like, not I feel like, but there's really been a boom last week with these customizable widgets. Some people have been really going crazy and some of their stuff really looks fresh. I'm waiting for the process behind it to become a little bit more streamlined because it, I mean, it's done through, uh, what is it? Shortcuts, which is a whole nother world, which is super amazing being able to. So for instance, with the shortcut app, I think it's called shortcut. Let me make sure I'm giving you guys the right information. Yeah. Shortcuts. So Shortcuts is pretty much you being able to link a whole bunch of different apps together. So let's say you wake up in the morning and you're about to go on. Let's say you. okay. let's say you're about to wake up in the morning and you're about to go to the gym. You can say, hey, S word, I'm about to go 
let's go to the gym. So it'll it can literally link to the lights in your house, turn your lights on. It can start up your favorite podcast. It can, um, I don't know, start your favorite workout. You know what I'm saying? It can like go through a chain of command of setting up all of these things that get you ready for going to the gym or doing anything else. It's sort of like this app called If This Then That, or something very similar. But it's it's something that deserves a whole discussion on its own because the things you can do with it are incredible um so yeah outside of that translated some of my favorite things right now i haven't really been experiencing the group message thing because i don't really be group messaging as much as i used to but it's dope that you can be in a group message and tag specific people uh so a, a lot of times if you're in a group message you just get alerts when everyone's just texting it's just back to back to back to back to back whereas if someone wanted to talk to you directly in a group message they could still like at you like a mention on like social media or something so it's like i'm not getting alerts for every response in the thread but if someone wants to talk to me specifically they can at me and i'll be able to be like oh this has something to do with me let me tap in and see what's going on and there's a whole bunch of other things uh that are updated in ios 14 uh i love the fact of i can get rid of every app and just have an app screen of like recents because i hate having like four or five different screens like that's just never been my wave so that's dope but yeah I, i'd literally be here for another 30 minutes um going through all of the updates in ios 14 but that's one of the things honestly about this phone is like i highly advise everyone to take time to learn about your phone take time to go through and see all of these features because a lot of times there's so many convenient things that apple has created and curated and um figured out how to do but sometimes it's embedded in these menus that people don't necessarily go to i can you know i, I mean you guys know when's the last time you actually went into your menu and went to the accessibility page when's the last time you went into your, in your menu and looked up okay sound and haptics where do i uh change my general picture in picture my my auto brightness. How do I turn my auto brightness on and off? You know what I mean? Like all of these different things, my menus, how do I uh, decide different languages or create the shortcut menu to where the, the keyboard will be further to the left so I can use my thumb and navigate the whole menu without having to stretch it. You know what I mean? It's just like all of these different things are in here. But again, I think we get used to knowing how to get on social media or get on uh, Safari or text. And it's just like, we figure, you know what I'm saying? Like, we be using like 10% of our phones. It's just like this thing could be much more convenient for whatever it is that we're trying to do. But it just takes, bro, find one of those little uh, every update in iOS 14 videos on YouTube. Spend a cool little 15, 20 minutes and learn about the stuff. I love doing that. Whether it's my iPad, whether it's my iPhone, my MacBook, like I am the shortcut god. Like, I always love looking up shortcuts, figuring out what can change, what can't change, what I can finesse, what I can maneuver. It's just like, again, it just it just makes you feel more in touch with um, your device that you have on you all day, every day. So, on that note, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope this did help you, I guess, make a decision if you are looking to pick up some new tech. Um it's such a great time. There's so much technology. There's just so much stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's a lot of great stuff out here that Apple's doing. I can't wait for a lot of this stuff to touch down so I can see what's going on. I think I just saw a post or a few articles that said they're thinking that the iPhone event is going to be around the first or second week in in October, which makes sense because I think that's usually um no I'm lying because it's usually it's usually in September. Uh but that that's what I would hope that it uh it comes because I'm definitely ready to to update this phone and then I'll probably make this this X my second my secondary phone and then the iPhone 12 will be the first. But I'm excited because I think they're going to be switching back to which was my favorite iPhone design, the iPhone 4 when it was like the metal band around the side and it was real like squared off. It wasn't like rounded. I loved that's my the iPhone 4 for um, size and for the design is my favorite iPhone by far. So I'm super excited that they may be going back down that road and giving us that with all of the new amazing features that this one's going to have. I know the camera is probably going to be nuts. I'm so enthralled and envious of <laughs> of the wide angle lens on the iPhone 11. Like that thing is damn near like a 1635. I don't know what the specifics of that camera is. What is what is the specifics on that camera? The ultra wide has a 2.4, but it doesn't tell me 12 megapixel. No, that's not that's not that's still not telling me the, the the ratio of it, but it's wide. Like it's wide. So yeah. But on that note, again, I hope you guys found this episode helpful and useful. <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't kill you guys uh with my rant. But uh, again, take a second to share the episode. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KVLE. And I will see you guys on the next episode. I hope you guys take time to enjoy this weather, enjoy your life. There's so much to be grateful for. Please urge yourself to find something to be appreciative for every single day, even if it's just yourself or your milestones or the air you breathe or even if it's something superficial as long as it's encouraging you to show some sort of gratitude tap into it lean into it it's important uh i will see you guys tomorrow and take care